0: Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to all those online today. Um, Pastor Jeff Vines just texted me from LA and said that he's Believing for miracles in the house today, amen? You stand with him on that? Believing for miracles, He's, uh, he said, I want to see blind eyes open and miracles happen and I said, amen, I'm with you. So we'll see that today, amen, if we stand together. We've made it to Resurrection Sunday. It's pretty good, isn't it? Resurrection Sunday, it's always quite sombre, you know, you focus on Good Friday, uh, because of the, the crucifixion. And I think the, the passion of the Christ ruined it for all of us. Like, Who's seen that movie, The Passion of the Christ? Oh, my goodness. Um, that ruined it for me. That, that was just too much for me to handle. But today is Resurrection Sunday. And uh, the stone's been rolled away, amen? The stone has been rolled away. And I spoke on on Friday from what Jesus said in John 12, verse 24. If you turn with that in your Bibles, it says, Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, listen to that, but if it dies, it produces many seeds. And it's amazing the thought that you know, the son of God who, who lived in an environment that had no death. I mean, eternity had no death. He lived in that environment, but then he fell to earth like that, that kernel of wheat fell to the ground and died. He fell to earth in, in that atmosphere of death into our mortality and laid down his life for all of us and shattered what had been true all along, which was death. That's all mortal man has ever known, is that, you know, we we born, we live, we die. That's, you know, but Jesus shattered that. They knew people died at some point, went to eternity, and at some point, but to live on this earth in a state of resurrection life was unheard of. No one ever thought about that. No one ever even considered that. You know, you were born and you died. But Jesus broke that when he rose again and gave us the opportunity to live in a state of resurrection life here on earth. The first Adam reproduced life in the, the mortal state. But the second Adam, who we call Jesus Christ, Reproduces life in an eternal state. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Many seeds. And this is what Resurrection Sunday is all about. Jesus told Martha in John 11, verse 25, 26, He said, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? And ever since that day that the stone has been rolled away and Jesus came out of that tomb, he ushered in the opportunity, the opportunity for all mankind to live a resurrected life, to live in a resurrection state. So how do we get it? How do we get there? How do we, you know, apply this to our lives? How do we live in this resurrection life? Well, number one, we, you must be born again. That's where it all starts, that, that first revelation. You must be born again. John 3.3, 3, Jesus makes his statement. He said, Very truly, I tell you, no man can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Now, he was talking to a scholar. He was talking to Nicodemus, a Pharisee. this He was a learned man, and he, he couldn't grasp it. He couldn't actually catch it. But Jesus explains in verse 5 and 6, he says, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but Spirit gives birth to Spirit. Now we know we're all born of the flesh. Everyone in this room is born of the flesh. It's the natural birth. But there comes a time when, you know, in our life when we have an encounter with the Spirit of God. Now, for each one, it can be quite different. But we know for the Apostle Paul, it was on the Damascus Road. And Paul was, had an encounter with Jesus Christ and, and, uh, and was sent to uh, a place and uh, a disciple by the name of Aeneas comes to Paul in Acts 9, 17, 18 and prays for him and he gets filled with the Holy Spirit. In verse 18 it says, Immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He could see again. This was new. This was, you know, it was at that moment he was, Born again of the Spirit of God. Born again of the Spirit. And and uh, you know, he could now see what life was really all about. He could now see what he had believed and studied and lived all his life. He could now see what it was really all about. Opened his eyes. It was like an awakening. It was like God had shaken him awake from a a deep sleep and now he could see. I I mean, I, I remember when it happened to me. I remember, you know, that time when I was born again. I was already born of the flesh but and I had no interest in spiritual things. I had no interest in church, I'd never been to Sunday school, I'd never done anything like that. I didn't even know a Christian at that age. I had no idea. I grew up in a home that had no connection with God whatsoever. But when I was 25 years old, I had a friend who became one of those Christians and he told me, he told me about it, and I still wasn't interested. I still didn't want to know about this stuff. I was happy living born of the flesh. I was happy with that. But you know, God did a miracle in my life. Spirit of God touched me in such a real and powerful way, in a way I could not deny from that moment. I was born again. I remember waking up that next Sunday morning. I said to Anne, "I said, oh, we probably should find a church today. I I think I'm a Christian now. Didn't understand it. Didn't know what it was about, but the Spirit of God had touched me, and I couldn't deny it. And from that moment, I wasn't a churchgoer. I wasn't a religious person. I was born again. I was born again." 25 years of age, something came alive in me. Something of the Spirit came alive in me and I could see like I never saw before. I could care like I never cared before. Couldn't he give a rip? And yet now things were touching my heart like I'd never experienced the Spirit of God. And I was born again, but you know, number two, when I was born again, then I had to embrace the new man. Embrace the new man, Ephesians 4, 22, 24. He says, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off the old self, which has been corrupted by its deceitful desires, and be made new in the attitude of your minds, And to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Now we know that no one is born of the flesh and born of the spirit at the same time. You know, that that doesn't happen. We're all born of the flesh. And uh, when you were born, our DNA was set in place, it was programmed, and we had no say in it. Is that right? We had, we had no clue, no, no say in it. That's how we were born. Colour of your hair, you know, the size of your nose, size of your ears, you know, the colour of your skin, you had no say. That's how you were born. That's, that's how it is, born of the flesh. And when we are born of the Spirit, that's totally of our choice. That's totally of our choice. Spirit opens the eyes to a bigger world. Start to see things that we've never noticed. Start to feel things that we never thought we would feel. Because our focus is now off the flesh. And, and I totally get it when people don't understand the experience that you have when you say, you know, I've been born again. I've had a God encounter. I, something's changed in me, you know, like, all the people in your world just don't get that. Because I remember with my mates, I mean, uh, you know, I was an alcoholic and uh, I drank every day. For as long as I possibly could and all my mates, you know, were the same and all of a sudden I've become born again and I don't drink anymore and they're like, what's wrong with you? Are you sick? And it's like, no, you know, look, I just don't need it. I don't need it anymore. I've got something better. I've got something that that's far better and no hangover. And they were looking at me like, you're gone mad, son. You're gone crazy. They just didn't get it or understand it. And I I didn't really know how to explain it. All this was new to me. But I didn't need alcohol anymore. I had something far better. It's the new man, embracing the new man. I thought that religion was, you know, about having to obey all the rules and do the do's, don't do the don'ts. Who knows that? Who remembers all that sort of talk? Yeah, that's, that's what I was taught. That's what, you know, I thought, oh, who wants that? But you know, when the Spirit of God comes in love and you're born again, it's, it's, it's not about not wanting to do something. It's about what you want to do. You, you, you know, you don't have to not do this or do that. But something of the Spirit of God. You don't want to do those things. Those things that cause destruction, those things that, that, that tear you apart. You, you think, man, I see it now. I don't want that. The new man starts to take over. The new man starts to grow and the old one is put to death. Colossians 3.2 tells us, Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. So we have this resurrection life that is, it's not something you add to your existing life. It's not an add-on. But we must put off the old self and embrace the new man for it to work. And it's the most amazing journey. (laughs) It's the most amazing journey you'll ever have and and it's totally our choice. It's totally our choice to embrace the new man. And when we do, this is the good news today, we can walk in his redemption. Walk in his redemption. Romans 8, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Jesus Christ, the law of the Spirit, who gives life, Has set you free from the law of sin and death. You know, in the the ancient world, one of the uh, the pictures that you have um, of redemption is is when a nation would go out and they would conquer another nation, and they would take everybody captive, and they would bring them back to the capital of the victorious city, and they would parade them in shackles and chains. They would parade against the, the victorious king in front of all of his subjects saying, look at what we've done. You know, we're victorious. We've, we've conquered. We're, we're the winners. We've overcome. And they would shackle these people in their droves and they would run them past all of the crowd. Then they would take them to a prison and lock them away. Now the custom was that there was a, 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 a redemption price put on every head. That if somebody wanted to, they could come and redeem you. They could come and pay the price and get you out of those chains. Even though you were conquered, you could be set free if they paid the price. It's a whole picture of redemption. Redemption. And this is the thing I love about Christianity. I really do. Anybody can be redeemed. Anybody. I've had people say to me, I've even thought to myself, you know, ah, I'm too far gone. I'm too far gone. Well, look, the things that I've done, now God wouldn't be interested in me. Anybody can be redeemed. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. That price has already been paid. That's why we celebrate this. If you're wondering why the, why the church make a big deal about Easter, it's because of the redemption. That every single person on this planet, the price has been paid. you just got to take off the chains. The redemption is there. You've just got to embrace it, accept Him as Lord and Savior. He's the one who paid the price and you're free. You're free. I think a lot of Christians need to get the revelation of this, because I know a lot of Christians that walk around in bondage. How does that happen when when the shackles have been taken off? Oh yeah, but you know, this happened to me and that happened to me. Now you're free. It may have happened to you, but it doesn't define you. He defines us. The liberty, the freedom, the victory that is in Christ defines who we are, that we are more than conquerors. There's no longer any condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I like that, that's good news. If people choose Jesus Christ, their debt is wiped clean. Pay the full price for their freedom. You say yes and the journey begins. Have you heard that? One of Highway's phrases, you say yes and the journey begins. You say yes to the freedom, to the redemption that Jesus Christ has for you today and the journey begins. And it's a good journey, not perfect. there'll be a few bumps on the road. They don't matter. There's a provision for every person in this place or online today. anyone listening to my voice absolutely without question, totally free and, and you know i I thank God that I was given a chance. I often wonder, you know like, God, why me like. Why, why did you give me the opportunity of redemption as opposed to all of my generations that, that, that died without Christ? I mean, my mum and dad, my mum and dad were alcoholics. They died in their early 50s. Not, not, not given a chance, not... Maybe, I don't know, maybe never had an opportunity. I don't know, but, but I certainly know the prison that they lived in. I know my mother slept and lived on a couch for the last 10, 15 years, I remember as a kid. Totally imprisoned by alcohol. She could have been set free. I didn't know this message then. She could have been set free. And I've got to tell you, the seven of us kids would have had a better life, (laughs) for sure. Listen, don't miss this opportunity. If you you don't know Christ, if you've never said yes to Jesus, don't miss this opportunity. You have an opportunity to be set free. Set free from, from insecurity. Set free from, from guilt, set free from condemnation, set free from insecurity and, and uh, fear. Isn't that a big one today? Fear. It's like a tsunami that has taken over our community. Fear. You don't have to be afraid. I'm not saying don't be wise. We use wisdom. Don't tempt the Lord. We use wisdom, but we don't, we're not afraid. Because He has paid the price and I belong to Him. He's my Redeemer. You just have to say yes. You just have to say yes and walk in His redemption. Walk in His redemption. Can I challenge you today? Can I encourage you today? As Pastor Caleb said, this is Resurrection Sunday. Whatever's holding you back, whatever fear, whatever insecurity, whatever thing that imprisons you today, leave it here. I'll vacuum it later. Leave it here. You walk out this door free. I'll do the vacuuming. Well, I'll get someone to do the vacuuming. Only because I'm not a good vacuumer. Are you with me? Are you with me? Why why not take this opportunity? Why walk away from this? It doesn't make any sense. When there's a whole new life, there's a whole new marriage. If two people will grab a hold of this revelation, you will live happy for probably the first time in a very, very long time. That's the opportunity he gives. We walk in his redemption. I want that for you. I want that for you. I want you to experience this. Something that when, 20, when I was 25, something that hit me, that turned my life around, and I've never, never regretted it one day. I've never looked back. I've been through some hills and valleys, you know, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because He has never left me. I've never lost that sense of being born again, being born anew, walking in that redemption, walking in that freedom. Bad stuff happens, but I'm still free. I'm still free. And it's a wonderful life. And I want that for you. Is there anybody here today? Just give me a wave, quick wave. Say, yeah, yeah, I'll say yes to that. Are you here today? Come on, just give me a wave. Don't be embarrassed. Up up there, someone, yeah, thank you, sir. Somebody else, come on. Grab it. Take a hold of it. Believe it today. Believe it today. You know if you're not walking in that freedom. You know if that thing has, has, has imprisoned you. It's pressured your mind. Could be unforgiveness. Could be bitterness. Could be disappointment, unfulfilled expectations. It doesn't matter what it is. You can be free of it. Free of it. One decision right now, yes. One decision right now. I'm going to be free of that. I'm going to be free of that. Resurrection Sunday 2022. I was free of that. Free of it. And walk in His redemption. Amen. Please, I want that for you. I want that for you. Father, I thank you today for your word into our hearts. I thank you today that you just didn't tell us. You demonstrated it. You actually lived it. You lived it. You're our template. You're our example. We look at you. We have confidence to know, hey, I can do that. I can do that price has been paid. Nothing holding me back. I can receive it, embrace it. And to you the glory, Father. To you the glory for every life that has changed and transformed and going from glory to glory. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, happy Resurrection Sunday, folks. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.